God, you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. God, you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. God, you making me better. What's you going on, my loves? You are listening to Marriage at Galgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. This is episode six. I'm Felicia, and I am here with my whole thing, honey love. How you doing, boo? I'm good, cutie. How about you? I am doing awesome, honey. I'm here with my Wayne. Yes. <laughs> so today we're talking about one of the most essential skills in building a healthy marriage. It's the C word. Want to take a guess what it is? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Starts with a C. Chemistry. No. Cuddly. No. Cute. I know I'm cute. Thanks, babe. No. Cozy? Alright, you get one more guess. One more. Celebration? Yes, marriage is a celebration. But no, we're talking about communication. Oh, yeah, that was my next well, guess. What we're doing right now. Yes, communication. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're listening to us for the first time, I want to say thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, you so much for joining us we really appreciate it yeah, most definitely yeah so um marriage at Galgotha is a bi-weekly podcast um for your enjoyment is for those that are married single um hoping to get married divorced hoping maybe to become remarried mm-hmm. it's for everybody everybody yeah. that wants to hear some nice juicy informative details yeah, i like that word okay. <laughs> about marriage <laughs> well you like the word juicy yeah yeah yeah. yeah, you know. So, but again, it's for everyone. And again, our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. Yes. So, um, check out some of our previous episodes. But we really, really appreciate everyone. So, let's get started talking about communication. Yeah, all right. So, you know, what do you? What comes to mind when you think about communication? Um. I mean, a lot of things. I mean, you know, there are a lot of different forms. You know, of course, there's verbal versus nonverbal. Yes, uh, yes. But let me tell you, I um, saw this really cool quote, and I, I got it here, about communication. And it says, communication to a relationship is like oxygen to life. Without it, it dies. That's deep. Yeah, so wow. let's put that and put well put marriage in the place of relationship. Okay. So yeah. communication to a marriage is like oxygen to life. Without it, it dies. So mm. imagine your marriage dying because you don't have communication. In other words, you're not breathing. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. that's really why we want to talk about um, communication and, and the first question I was going to ask was why is communication so important and I think we probably just answered it probably so I mean <laughs> <laughs> yes you needed to live you for your marriage to live. to live for your marriage to survive so yeah. why, why do you think communication is so important I mean you know other than what we just said you and I say just about every episode that marriage is about two individuals becoming one so you know we're not thinking the same thing time and time again. We're not looking at the same perspective time and time again. We're not always in sync. 
So mm-hmm. communication really is a way to kind of bring unity back to where there might be division and some mysticism. I mean, we're different people. You know, me and you got different personalities, different thought patterns, different ways of processing ideas and, and, and just life in general. And I mean, it's just important for us to stay in communication with each other in order to maintain unity. It's just the bottom line. Awesome. Unity. Yep. And so... Um, like you stated before, with two people in a marriage, you have two people yeah. um, that are unifying, becoming one. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you have one individual bringing in their mode or way of communication. Right. And then you have the other individual bringing in how they, you know, perceive um, communication to be, True. to be effective, to be, you know, that sync between the two of you Mm -hmm. and so what i may perceive as effective communication you may not right (laughs) and so once you get married of course you learn okay um i thought that i told him that or i thought that i told her that and the other person's looking at you like i don't know what you're talking about because that is not what i heard i hear hear that a lot (laughs) y'all you hear that a lot yeah a lot a lot a lot a lot like what i mean like you'll say that i told you this and i said this to you and i'm like really like no i i, I don't i misremember like i, I don't you misremember i misremember is yeah. that a word yeah okay I'm, I, I think so <laughs> yeah you know so let's look at why that is though why is it that you misremembered or that's not <laughs> what you heard why do you think what's the breakdown in our communication well i think in those instances in particular and you've said this before you've actually admitted this to me so but it's like you'll catch me when i'm in the middle of something that i enjoy like watching a game mm-hmm. you know reading or something like that you'll catch me in the middle of that you'll say something and in your mind you've communicated effectively you've basically said what you needed to say you've gotten across what you, what it is you wanted me to do i on the other hand probably heard about 50 percent of what you said because i was preoccupied with whatever other thing i was doing so when i don't do what it is that you were asking or when i don't do it completely then of course the fireworks start i don't mean like you know the fireworks not not in a good way though <sighs> <laughs> I mean, you you don't go off or anything like that, but you know, it, it's it's like, oh, you, you don't listen, and why weren't you listening to me and this that and yeah, I mean, and, and I admit, I mean, I could do better listening, but yeah, to okay, well, we we both can definitely do better yeah. listening, yeah, but that's why we're having this conversation. Oh, that's most why definitely, we are communicating because yeah. we're learning right. how we can be better listeners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to all those that are listening right now. Yeah. We appreciate it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listening. Right. Now there you have passive listening. Okay. You have intentional listening. So you gave the example about, okay, you catch me and I'm doing something, you know. So as your wife, because oh. I want you to listen to me what can i say or what can i do at that moment because i want you to be intentional about your listening okay you know when i'm talking so (laughs) what can i do at that moment because i know sometimes um 
you know, I do catch you when you're in the middle of doing something. I think we we both we all do that. Yeah, you I mean, know? I, I've done that plenty um, of times because I'm you, sure. you're moving so fast and you're like, hey, right. can you do this? Hey, can you yeah. do that? Yeah. And then the other person hears you, but they don't hear. They you. don't hear you. Yeah. So if I say, okay, Wayne, can you please put some gas in my car for me for this week? And I get up on Monday morning. Okay, I caught you though while you were watching the Lakers game or something. Oh, not the Lakers game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yes. man. Yes, they were losing too, so you're already in a sour mood. And so I catch you while you're wa- watching the Lakers game, and I'm like, hey, babe, can you please put some gas in my car for this week? And I get up on Monday morning, and it's already cold. I'm trying to get to work. And wow, you're really laying this on, aren't you? No, I'm just saying, I'm using this as example only. Um, and. It's like, oh, he didn't put any gas in my car. So, you know, I do it myself, go throughout my work day. I get home and you thinking, okay, <laughs> we're going to have some good dinner and some good loving tonight. And we're just going to cuddle all those seabirds that you use. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, because my car did not have any <laughs> gas in there. I had to get out in the cold. I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, no. So is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> That I, now I'm upset and I don't want to talk to you because I'm emotional. I feel like you don't care about me because you didn't put the gas in my car. I had to get out there and do it myself in the cold. But I have a husband. I should not have to do this. So, but I told you, I asked you, hey, can you, you know, and then you said yes, right? We're going to say, okay. for the sake of this conversation. So this, you is said hypo- yes. this is hypothetical. It's definitely hypothetical. Okay, we, we just need to let the listeners know because I've never left my wife out in the cold having to pump on gas. All right. Okay. I just, I don't... All right. For okay. the sake of this conversation. <laughs> oh. Never intentionally have you done that. Never, okay. ever right. have you done that okay. intentionally. All right. I mean, I've had to pump my own gas. I don't have a problem with getting gas, but I'm just saying. You yeah, know. yeah. Okay, you. so let's move forward. So now I'm upset and yeah. I feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I asked him to do that yeah. and he didn't. But so what went wrong? What, what went wrong in that communication? Um. Well, first of all, I I I obviously wasn't listening as effectively as I could have. I wasn't as intentional when you brought it to me and when you asked something specifically like that. I mean, it kind of goes both ways. You know, if if you know me well enough to know that during the Lakers game, particularly when they're losing, mm-hmm. you know, you might have your opinion about, <laughs> is this really something that he needs to be paying any attention to? Mm-hmm. Is it really something yes. worth, you know, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, and that's really, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to be fair here. Yeah. Um, you know, I brought that up for a reason right. because I think as the individual who's communicating the information, mm-hmm. you know, to, communication works both ways. It does. So I'm supposed to be fair in communicating with you if I know that I'm catching you at a moment where you're not as engaged, then maybe, hey, I can remind you right. later. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I brought up that example, not to badger you or I beat you down you. or anything, but just to show mm-hmm. an example of how um, things can kind of get misconstrued. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, um, we tend to feel like, oh, he or she is not listening to me or they don't care about this right. or they don't right. care about that. Yeah. They're more concerned with doing this than with me. Yeah. And so to be fair, you know, as I said, the person who is communicating or who is at doing the asking yeah. um, that is speaking and saying, hey, can you do this? Make sure 
that you're being fair in communicating, you know, that information and making yeah. sure that that individual really, really hears you. Right. Or maybe I can say, honey, can you please pause the game for well, a see, minute? I was just going to suggest that that would actually be ideal. Yes, because, yes. you know, if, if you ask me to pause it, then at that point, I know, okay, this is something that I really need to pay attention yeah, to. Something's so, going to trigger yeah. to say, okay, she she's asking me to pause the game. Right. So... It's mm -hmm. really something important. Yeah. And so yeah. instead of passively listening, you are I will be actively listening. Yeah, yeah, you're actively listening. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that yeah. we need to look at that as well, too. Most definitely. Yeah. In a marriage, remember that um, communication, you know, it, everybody's responsible for communicating mm -hmm. effectively, yeah. not just the one that has the task. You know, sometimes we feel like, you know that person doesn't hear us yeah but we have to do everything we do. that we can to make sure and then there are different ways to communicate mm -hmm. and so some of the the common mistakes i think um that we make in the process of communicating um i thought about one you know that i I don't want to say I do more than you, but I probably do do it more than you um, by saying, OK, <laughs> yeah. you say, OK, honey, what's wrong? I'm like, just, you know, forget it. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's like the shutdown. The shutdown. <laughs> yep. The shutdown. So. Notorious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The shutdown. It's mm -hmm. like, um, no. Um, so what's an what's one that you think a, a common mistake that married um, couples make? Well, see, I now this is something I do a lot. Um whenever it is you come and talk to me about say a, an issue that you run into or a situation maybe at work or something that you're dealing with you know with one of your friends or whatever me i'm mr fix it mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm 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 listening but with the intent to provide a solution the first moment i get okay and that gets on your nerves to know <laughs> yeah because now you're not fully listening right and i might i may not necessarily want you exactly to fix it i it might be something that just you can't fix i just need you to listen you just, at you that just need a listening ear and you just need you just need your hubby to mm -hmm. listen and you know to sympathize and empathize and all that kind of stuff but yeah me me being mr fix it like i said and you know having an answer for every question trying to i, I don't actively listen and so as a result you walk away frustrated rather, rather than being comforted or whatever it is that you were intending to get out of the conversation mm -hmm. so yeah that's yeah. a mistake i make definitely it did yeah and so another one um is refusing to acknowledge the issue Ooh. or Ooh. the problem that's a common mistake yeah, that uh, we make is refusing to acknowledge the issue or the problem and saying okay you know just yeah. kind of right. shove it to the side Mm -hmm. and say we'll talk about it later well i mean it, a lot of that is because what's important to one person may not be important to the other person like mm -hmm. something that just grinds your gears so to speak may just be something that i don't see as a big deal you know and, and vice versa i mean it's there are a lot of things you know on my end that i think are just detrimental just important just man i gotta get this off my chest you know honey why aren't you listening and mm -hmm. this is just bugging me to no end that you just like chill out that's that's not a big deal why are you being so sensitive and you know that kind of stuff and you know it, it goes both ways but you have to understand that anytime that your husband or your wife is trying to communicate urgently with you 
regardless of how you feel about the issue, whether you feel it's a big deal or a small deal, it if they're trying to communicate urgently, it demands your attention. Yeah. You, you really need to kind of do your best to intentionally sympathize with them, even if you think it's just something that really you don't really need to give much time to. Yeah. And then some some people may say, well, just give it some time or yeah. give yourselves an opportunity to cool off. And I think you kind of really have to gauge that situation yeah. um, because sometimes we will say, OK, we'll come back and talk about it. And but it never we, happens. We ne- it never happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, we made up and we just put a bandaid over it and then it shows up again and again and again right. and again. Right. And we're wondering why. But it's because we really haven't gotten to the root of the issue and that's one of the things i really love um about communication i remember we had this knockout drag out argument conversation whatever you want to call it (laughs) (laughs) one night and it was i think it might have lasted like two hours um the back and forth back and forth oh i think i remember this one i think i remember this one yeah and so when we got to the end of the conversation we kind of just laughed because it was like okay we're saying the same thing right but we were just saying it differently right (laughs) and it was like oh man i feel so stupid like really i was you know it was funny but it was really a learning point yeah you know it was a teaching lesson for us because it was like man we've been doing this for like how many years now right <laughs> you know right. making this mistake over and over and over again yeah and so i think um that we've gotten a little bit better with that i agree um you know to say okay well i i, I hear you i see you and i think also it's important to at least try to find when that individual is communicating with you regardless of how um you may disagree or how badly you may want to bring your point across but it's important to see something positive in Mm -hmm. what they're saying and to acknowledge that and let them know yeah you know what you're right about that right Right. i I might disagree with this but you know what you're right about that Mm -hmm. and so that way that person knows that okay i'm getting somewhere you know this is now becoming effective communication exactly. because we're a we're both able to engage and share yeah well see i think that's one of the things that you know god's blessed us to really kind of get a good handle on is making sure that in the midst of our disputes and arguments that we get a fair understanding of the other person's perspective like we just have to make sure that you know what we're saying is being heard by the other person and like for me and you so we're we're so stubborn mm-hmm. both you and i are stubborn in different ways yeah we can argue about who's more stubborn i would say you but that's neither here nor there no all right but we're so stubborn that we'll we'll actually continue to go at it to a certain degree we'll 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 do a, a half hour to an hour kind of going back and forth because we found that we can use our stubbornness to our advantage because we'll keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing until we actually push through to a good understanding of the other person's perspective and at that point we're like oh that's what you meant and then we get to a point like we did with you know that that knockdown drag out yeah fight yeah, that we had yeah. well we're laughing at the end like so we really spent all that time but we wouldn't have gotten to that point if we said well you know what we need to put this off until later because i mean I, I know, like now that I remember the argument, if we put it off later, we'd probably still be dealing with it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and, you, and you have to find that that comfort level in your own marriage. Mm-hmm. Like what works for us may not work for everybody. Like for some people, a, a period to cool off might be the best thing. Yeah. 
you know but for us it, it you know it, it's best if we just get it squared away right then because we're both so stubborn that you know yes yeah definitely you are i'm kidding <laughs> okay all right. okay so we are again talking about common mistakes um, mm-hmm. that we make in the communication process. We said shutting down, wanting to fix it, refusing to acknowledge the issue or the problem, right. and um, just a couple more asking for what you want. Um, and that basically is saying that you know how we tend to give like hints instead of just saying oh flat out <laughs> what it is Preach. whatever <laughs> so i guess that common mistake would be not asking um for exactly what it is that you want or need but you may just try to like hint it to the person and i do try to do that and i think the reason why i do that is because i'm afraid of that I'm not going to get the answer that I want. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, or I'm thinking that it'll ease, yeah. you know, and then it saying. goes into the mind reading, Yes. you know? <laughs> yes. And I've shared this with you yes. a lot in a lot of instances. I know you yeah. Do. Like, honey, I, I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I can read you pretty well as far as like, you know, where you are emotionally and that kind of stuff. But I, I still can't read your mind. You're right. So avoid mind reading yeah, don't don't be the riddler mind reading is a common mistake do not be the riddler right i got it i got <laughs> it i know you're not a mind reader and then lastly i'm listen without being defensive yeah okay. that's so really good. becoming really defensive when you're listening that's a common mistake mm-hmm. um that we tend to make it's like no because i want to get my point across right. and what i say is right right and so your communication is no longer effective exactly you're just hearing you and that person's just hearing them yep. and it's and you're not hearing each other all out of the war sometimes <laughs> <laughs> what is it good for absolutely nothing yes right. exactly. exactly and so um when i communicate with you like what do you think is my best um what's the best way that i communicate with with you i think with you work, what works well you mean as far as like how I can pick it up the best? Yes, yes. I, I think with you, um, you you process a lot. You do a lot of processing out loud. Okay. But I think when you actually kind of take the time to really kind of dial back your emotions, mm-hmm. and when you actually like kind of have your emotions in control, then you actually just kind of talk from from that place. Yeah. I, I think that's when you're most effective because when you come at me like emotionally, like. I think that puts me more into Mr. Fix-It mode than anything else because at that point, like... Or Mr. Defensive. That too. <laughs> that that too. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, say you're coming at me, like, you know, mad and upset. Where I'm like, well, dog, what did I do? You know, cause, and, and I'm not really listening to... For all you know, you may not be mad at me. You may not be upset about a situation. But mm-hmm. because you come at me a certain kind of way, you know, and, you know, I've told you men have bigger egos than women do. In most cases, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But... So it's, so it's like the, the way you come off sometimes, it's just like, ugh, I don't really want to hear this. And But when you actually take the time to really kind of contain your emotions to a certain degree mm-hmm. and you're actually speaking clearly and I see that you're actually really making an effort to say this clearly and not put too much of your, your feelings into it. And I'm like, OK, I can get with that. Like, OK, babe, I, I hear you. I'm sorry. I find myself apologizing even before you get started. Like it's, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. So. So take the emotional 
don't don't take it all away just just dial enough of it back to where it's it's not driving what you're saying or not driving how you come across you know gotcha yeah so what what about me or my and what what can i do to better what what's what's the way i communicate best as far as how you can pick it up like what what do i do best i mean you're you're not as bad as me (laughs) oh wow wow. yeah (laughs) This is one of the things that you do well. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, so you're you are a listener. That's pretty much how I can I can describe you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're definitely a listener, and sometimes you do go into you know Mr. Fix It yeah. mode, yeah, which I, I understand is genetic, yeah. but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, but you, you definitely are a listener, and I feel like you you can listen to me. And one thing that I I like about how we communicate. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners do the same thing. Of course, texting yes. is like what everybody does almost. I mean, with us though, it's like yes, we text a lot, man. and so that started when we were dating, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. But what you know, what you do, you you send a lot of text messages. You know, we do a lot of communication over the phone. Right. Um, so, and then I do a lot of communication with you, yeah. you know, over the phone. Mm-hmm. And so you respond well, which yeah. is also, you know, a form of communication when you're is. communicating back to me. And so I like the fact that you do that. And I know that you hear me, um, when I'm speaking, if I, sometimes I feel like I do have to kind of get a little emo- emotional, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now, if it's, it depends on what the situation is also though. Because if I say, honey, I need you to go to the store and get da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, um, I think you hear me. Yeah. If I say, honey, the light bulb is out, or if I put a note on the refrigerator or something, oh, <laughs> oh, it's gosh. like, I don't know if he hears me if he sees that light bulb's out. But... <laughs> <laughs> And then if it, it depends on, I think, what it is. If I say, you know what, I'm really in pain. I'm really hurting yeah, today. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, you know, it, it, you respond immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, you know, also plays a part in how effectively, okay. you know, you were able to communicate. It depends on what the scenario is, what the situation is. Yep. Not scenario because it's real life. Yeah, but yeah. um, depends on what the situation is, I feel like. So I feel like maybe um you can you know respond a little bit more even to the little things you know like okay you know right it might not be an urgent need but i can probably respond a little bit quicker Mm -hmm. you know maybe if you can say that so like better like situational awareness like yes i love that one Mm So you know you know i try (laughs) (laughs) okay please don't do that so definitely communication it's it's really important um, I don't know if we talked about the aspect of body language. No, know. no, I don't think we touched on that. Um, so, oh my gosh, I know that some people can com- like to communicate with the hands. You know, they're snapping the fingers mm-hmm. and clapping. You and... know, clap. Yeah, we're gonna do the Marlon Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you don't listen to me, that's what I wanted you to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, definitely, I think you have to be aware of that when you're communicating with your spouse, Yeah. Um, your body language, because if you're coming and you're in defense mode, if yeah. you, you know, 
you know, got the whole Ike and Tina, Mr. and Mrs. Smith going on, and wow. you know, they're going to start pulling out their guns or whatever. And it's like, okay, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. yes, we're going to war. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, so I think we really need to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, your body language, your attitude. Right. Um, right. And how you how you communicate, because that says a lot. I mean, yeah. if you come to them in a loving way, and of course, some situations are more serious than others. Sometimes, sometimes you may have to put on that stern or mm-hmm. serious, you know, hey, I really need you because I think that we have to be honest. Yeah, we do. I agree you know, with so sometimes you may want to hold back and, you know, because I don't want to send you into, well, you're not going to go into flight mode, but, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you don't, that. you don't want to alarm that person so much to where it's like okay they panic, they panic or mm-hmm. it's like every time you come to them and say hey i want to talk they're like really brushing off you know because yeah. they're scared of what you're going to say yeah. but sometimes you may have to get emotional mm-hmm. you may you may have to get emotional and you may have to you know let them know okay i'm hurting yeah or you know i really feel like you're not listening to me or i really need you to hear me can you please hear me right now yeah so maybe coming up with um a good phrase you know when, okay. when you hear me saying yeah honey i really really need you to listen to me then you know okay this is a serious this is one serious. I, need, so, I need to turn it off the game whatever yes, put yes. my ipad away so maybe off, yeah. agree with your spouse okay when something's really really wrong yeah so we won't get back to this point you know to where we're flying off the handle and you know things are just really heated come to me and say those key words you know like the flag on the flag on the field field (laughs) kind of thing like hey football reference yeah i did that okay so (laughs) yeah well not not non-verbal so like facial expressions yes that that that's another thing like me i'm bad with it i i can't i can't hide my facial expressions to save my life so i know in a lot of instances you can sense when something is bothering me because of my facial expression. So, and that that goes back to listening too. Like listening to your your husband or your wife is not just listening to words. It's it's also paying attention to their facial expression, the the way they move their hands, the way their body language gives off certain signals here and there. Listening is is, is about the the paying attention to the nonverbal aspect of communication along with the verbal. So yeah, that, that that's quite important. All right, all right. So we want to definitely wrap this up. It's um, been an awesome episode. Yeah. There are just so many, oh um, so many things when you talk about communication, right. so many different points that you can touch on. Um, of course, we only got a chance to touch on a few today, but um, before we go though, I definitely want to leave with you four types of communication to strengthen your marriage. And this is by um, Greg Smalley. And you can check this out from Mm focusonthefamily.com. The first one um, is informal conversations. That's one of the types of communication. And informal conversations kind of tend to be... It's almost like our kind of day-to-day chit-chat, mm-hmm. you know, um, we might say, hey, you know, how was your day-to-day? Right, What's going right. on? How you doing? You know, something like that. Um, just basically small talk. Yeah. And so it's um, just to kind of establish a simple connection, you know, between you and your spouse. It doesn't 
require a whole lot of you know emotional (laughs) (laughs) talking back and forth it's just to kind of you know hey what's going on Mm -hmm. um kind of a natural conversation so it um, is important though yes it's definitely important um informal conversations are good i mean that's just like you you don't want to be married if you can't have an informal conversation you know what i'm saying with with your spouse and then another type of um, communication um, that will help strengthen your marriage, and this has two aspects, but it's administrative meetings. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> laughing because I like this one, and my family doesn't. <laughs> yeah. um, my wife is Type A, FYI. Yes, I, I just I like mm. meetings. Now I don't like long, drawn-out meetings, but I like when things are just detailed in organizing we know we have a plan basically when you have a meeting you have a plan you have a guide and so (laughs) administrative (laughs) administrative meetings is it's it's a type it can be a type of communication that will actually help um to strengthen your marriage you know when you're thinking about things as far as okay setting your day-to-day routine Mm -hmm. making um to-do lists appointments financial obligation those serious things that you you know you you kind of want to talk about you know and I think the mistake that I made is that I wanted to have them a lot like I wanted to have you know especially someone wrong I'm like family meeting Jesus. let's go so and my family was <laughs> like what are you doing with the poster board and all it's right. not that serious but I've calmed down we have not had an administrative meeting in forever well, we have, it's just they're not been as formal. Yes, yes. Yeah, so. so you can kind of tie them in with a Bible study. I'm telling you, exactly. that's a slick way to do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you got them. But administrative meetings, and I mean, I would kind of lead this one with the more, with the more serious things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe if there needs to be some boundaries set, you know, mm-hmm. with the children or just within, you know, within your marriage like okay hey let's write this out this is a plan and you might not look at the plan every day but at least you have a plan like it could be you know when it comes to finances you know what i'm saying setting a budget um things like that of course you have to communicate with those things so administrative you know meeting now the thing i will caution because like i said i made that mistake is that you don't want to overwhelm yeah you know people with this type of communication because yeah. it kind of may create you know some issues so you want to be considerate you know because mm-hmm. some people are just like i don't want to be in that type of environment right um now i work in an environment where we have meetings all the time but i still like meetings but if you have someone that's you're married to and you know that's what they do every day at work they might not want to be like when i come home i just want to relax i just want to chill mm-hmm. i just want to have a informal conversation so you may have to set a date that's for those meetings um and kind of let them decide you know what i'm saying and just kind of pick again what works best because what works for one couple may not necessarily work for the other right um so and so that that kind of bleeds over actually into the the third form of okay. communication which is uh addressing challenges so challenges are hurdles basically that you'll encounter in your marriage um or in any relationship Uh, obviously every relationship every marriage goes through ups and downs and the thing about challenges is they can range from the not so serious 
like you know okay well the garbage needs to be taken out mm-hmm. or uh you know some so bill needs to be paid well the garbage is good right now i'm looking at we good appreciate it <laughs> yeah 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 i, I, I handled that yes, yes i did thank you but challenges they can range from the not so serious to the very serious to where there's a lot of emotional content involved and okay. you have to kind of be aware of how big the challenge is at any given, at any given moment like okay. the garbage thing that you don't yeah okay it's annoying but i mean it's not really it's not a, really a challenge it's not really yeah. a challenge to the point to where there's crying and there's grief and there's anger and there's resentment there are some very very serious challenges um i would say in some instances marriage threatening challenges mm-hmm. that you might face and you have to be delicate about how you address those challenges i think out of all the forms of communication your listening skills are most needed yeah for this form because a challenge is something that ultimately you have to overcome so i say that's the third form of communication and the fourth and final one life-giving conversations so the first three are kind of reactive in the sense that we're responding to a need or a want or something like that life-giving conversations on the other hand they're more intentional they're more proactive okay so you know a life-giving conversation can be me just telling fee how much i appreciate her honey i appreciate your type a personality oh you're I, so sweet I, you're I, nice yeah. <laughs> you mean that i do i mean okay, okay yeah, there's some aspects of it that that i'll admit kind of get on my nerves but i mean i love your industriousness were it not for you there'd be some stuff that just would not get done around the house i mean honestly okay. you know and i mean I, you're a go-getter you you do a whole lot of things that i just don't think to do you're you're one you're probably the most thoughtful person i know okay so what kind of communication is that again this is life-giving conversation i want to have that every single day now hold on, hold on. <laughs> Time out. Okay. I, I try to do that you do okay. I, I was just being funny i know i got you but to to her point though that is something you want to strive for every day like take some time to really tell your husband or your wife how much you appreciate them or Talk about something that has some value to them, like a hobby that they like. Okay. Like, you know, talk talk about your wife's favorite book or her favorite show or whatever. Or, you know, try to interact with your husband on the team that he likes. You know, just try try to engage with the person on a level that they really love and enjoy. I mean, and that that's life giving. So Alright. Yep. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah, this agree, has man. been really good. Mm-hmm. I've learned some things today. Yep. And as we stated before, communication is so much that um goes along with it and so much you can learn you can learn something new about communication every single every day. day because yeah. everybody needs to learn better ways to communicate right so um i was gonna make a joke but i'm not gonna do that because what? i will get in trouble no i can't do it really <laughs> probably get fired but <laughs> um so again definitely want to give you some of our references for today's podcast greg smalley focus on the family we have four types of communication to help strengthen your marriage please check that out Mm -hmm. um and also um the author tiffany fletcher's six ways to improve communication in your marriage and i'm sure there is like a flood of information oh yeah um but just communicate and love yes i think that's definitely a key yeah. um, to that. effectively communicating communicate and love and, and honesty honesty yes yes i like that yeah. so thanks so much um, for joining us if you have any questions please email us at marriage m-a-r-r-i-a-g-e at a-t 
G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A at gmail.com. That's marriage at golgotha.com. And I just want to shout out Sunshine. Sunshine was one of the ones that submitted, uh, put kind of the bug in our heads about yes. dealing with communication. So yes, I want to yes, shout yes, her yes, out yes, again. Yes. Uh, FYI, if you send in topics, you all, we are going to shout you out. We want to encourage our listeners to send in topics and ideas. So please, by all means, email us again. Again, that's marriage at golgotha at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Please check out JesusTheCenter.com. Yes. Click on the Marriage at Golgotha link and you can hear the podcast from there. And we also have um, iTunes, on iTunes as well. And for the Android users, there's this great app that I just learned about about a week or so ago called CastBox. It's great. It's free. You can listen to the podcast from there as well. We're subscribed there. So you don't have an excuse. <laughs> Android or Apple, you know, you can check us out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yes. So also just one last surprise. If you send us a email um, or even um, leave a review, um, we're definitely going to do um, a drawing and we're going to actually give away a prize a yes. gift yes um so got something really really special so please 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 yeah. um share with some of your friends again for those that are married looking to get married um and those just young people that really whoever wants information about marriage we're working on our marriage yes. daily we yeah. are a work in process we, are, we, we will forever be we will, a we work will. in process <laughs> and FY, fyi y'all she's a great gift giver so yeah i'm excited that about seriously. this one though yeah. but thanks so much again for tuning in this is marriage at Gelgotha, where our focus is building on a christ-centered Christ marriage. marriage yes love you love y'all signing off